Blog Talk Radio. Greetings, greetings, greetings. Hello, hello, hello. What's up, everyone? I know it has been a minute. Um, I'm sorry. I'm trying to um, cue up um, a little background music so I can get into the show. Okay, but what's up, everyone? I know it's been a minute, and, um, you know, I have definitely been, um, yeah, I think I'll play this. I've been definitely doing good, still working on the Create a Better Me, um, Create a Better Me. I'm sorry, y'all. I should have been more prepared. Okay. All right, we're going to get into today's topic. But, um, yeah, I've been um, trying to meet my uh, Create a Better Me. Uh, started last year, and it's coming along just great. But since I'm pressed for time, I can't talk a whole lot about that. But uh, I will be um, bringing you guys some updates. Um what I wanted to get into was uh, today's show. I just wanted to quickly talk about this being with all of the assassinations of black people and uh, especially black males uh, in this country. Um, I just I just want to talk about it real quick. So um, I titled the show, Are Blacks in a Race War, a Religious War, Both? And uh, uh, let's greet the sisterhood. Greetings, thine, my sacred sisters. Peace, protection, prosperity, and most of all, wisdom be upon we all and those we love. Let's discuss briefly why all these young black males are being assassinated and what our proper response as black people should be as opposed to what we are actually doing. Um, I asked the question, are black people in a race war, a religious war, or both? And if so, do they know it? You know, do we know we are at war? That's that's one of the questions that I ponder because it seems like to me that black people don't seem to know when they're at war. And it, and if we do know, it's like some of us think we're at war while there are many others who say, no, we're not, we're not in no kind of war. So I think it's this, this lack of consistency. Consensus amongst black people Just what type of state they're in Is why there is not a a collective action That's going to uh, garner any um, uh, positive results on our behalf Is because we can't agree if we're at war or not you know, some of us said, "No, I'm I'm not at war. I'm I'm living good. I got money." And so, what they killing black people has nothing to do with me. I got to get back to my job tomorrow. Nothing to do with me. Yes, I'm black, but it has nothing to do with me. That's that's not my war. So, you know, this is our problem. So, um, I go on to say whether the war. Okay, all right, let me get back up to that. People should be, I'll say, as are black people in a race war, religious or both, and if so, do they know it? Blacks seem to have a strong love for the book called the Bible, but many seem to almost casually overlook that it is a book about war. And the Bible is. It is a book of about war. 
So I'm I'm, kind of curious why black people read the Bible, they go to church, they spend a lot of time in church reading a book that's a book of war, and we know that as above, so below, and we know that whatever is spiritual also manifests physical. So how do black people read a book about war and and, and don't see the physical manifestation of it? And, and then they don't, you know, prepare for it. That is what confuses me about how black people practice their religion and is which which is why I kind of stay away from black churches and uh, they don't seem to have a comprehension um that they are reading a book about war and that war is both physical and and spiritual that the the two are you know go hand in hand and that if you are at war you know you need to be a soldier you know you need to be a soldier you need something and blacks don't seem to take that kind of attitude they seem to focus more so on the praising and the clapping and the singing and giving their god praise but they really leave out the soldiering part you know, it's almost like, well, that's white people's job. Let white people be the soldiers. We just going to be the singers and the praisers. And I'm like, is that smart? So that's kind of what turns me off to blacks and how they practice religion is their 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 uh, inability to see uh, that it's a book it's a book about warfare. They 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 seem to want don't want to acknowledge that, and then they don't want to suit up. You know, the Bible says put on the full armor. Now, if you're putting on armor, you only put on armor when you're going to war, and so the Bible tells them to put on the full armor of Christ. So that's a reference of of you needing to be a soldier. But once again, black people tend to take that esoterically. They don't feel like they need to take that physically. And, you know, know, of course you need your breastplate of righteousness and truth and justice. But, I mean, are black people really doing that? Are they really taking this war uh, in this dimension seriously, and, and I'm saying that we're not. Black people are not taking war seriously, and I think that's why black people are getting their ass kicked. They are getting their ass murked, and it's because they are not taking warfare seriously. Let me continue. So whether the war be spiritual or physical, African Americans seem to have a hard time accepting that they have been at war and choose to take a we-ain't-fighting-back approach to this dilemma that does not work to our advantage at all. So, you know, when you're at war and your attitude is going to be, well, let them be at war, I'm just not going to fight back. Huh? What? It's like a bully. If someone is bullying you and you refuse to fight back and you're assuming if I don't fight back, they're going to leave me alone. Now, that's a good possibility that they may take that position, that I'm going to not, I'm going to leave this person alone. They're not going to fight back. There may be some of us who just may take that position, but what if they don't take that position? What if the bully continues to fight you, whether you fighting back or not? Don't you supposed to take a different position? Sometimes it's called you are being forced to fight. 
And what I see is that black people are being forced to fight back, and they're refusing to do it. There's like, no, no, you can't force me to fight back. I am not going to fight back. And so when you don't want to fight back, even when someone is forcing you to fight back, hey, you end up being the one that's murdered all the time, all the time. Murdered, 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 murdered. Now, if everybody was a Martin Luther King, Martin Luther King was a pastor. He was a civil rights uh, leader, and he kind of took this, um, nonviolent stance. So, you know, I can kind of see how Martin Luther King got assassinated or murdered because, you know, everybody knew, hey, if we go after him, he ain't going to fight back. He's done already said he's nonviolent. He's not going to use any uh, uh, self-defense. Hey, so if you are Martin Luther King, I can kind of see that. But most black people are not Martin Luther King. We're not Martin Luther King. We're not him, okay? We're not Martin Luther King. So it's it's strange to me why black people have this, I'm not going to fight back, and they are not diehard Martin Luther King followers or, or, or um, you know, supporters or any of that. I, I don't get it. It's These are just, just questions that I ask myself when I'm just kind of alone in my own space and I'm pondering over why we are treated the way we are. You know, I'm always questioning things, and when I sit down and talk to blacks, most time blacks, they don't have the answers. You know, they deflect, um, you know, they switch the subject, uh, they bring up something entirely different from the question that you asked them, and they just don't want to stay focused on why black men, black women, why don't you fight back? Sometimes you have to fight back with more than just words. It seems like black people like to fight back with words. And I'm not saying that that's not one approach. That's one approach. But when shit gets physical, you're going to have to just, you know, hey, the words have to come to an end, and it's time to, time to put up or shut up. And that's the part that blacks seem to, they have just lost their ability to put up and shut up, shut, shut up when it comes to anybody but other black people. Blacks love to fight each other. We love to fight each other. We love to go to war with each other. But when we have an outside enemy that is non-black attacking us, we become like little, weak, passive sheep, and we refuse to fight. And I just cannot understand that. Let me continue, okay? It says, uh, I've already read that uh, we have this we ain't fighting back approach to this dilemma and it doesn't work to our advantage. Uh, I put the link up. I've got a lot of pictures in the slide viewer of Philando Castile and Alton Sterling and uh, Sandra Bland and, and just, you know, Tamir Rice and uh, uh, just various black people who have been murdered, who have been murdered. These are assassinations, people. This is not self-defense. These people were not trying to go after the person that murdered them. 
Now, if it was like if I'm trying to attack you and you defend yourself, that's one thing. All of these murders, these people were murdered, and they were not attacking the person that murdered them. Now, the person that murdered them gives the excuse that they were, but we know that these are just excuses because most of them were unarmed, okay? Most of them were unarmed. So when you are killing someone who is unarmed and then you complain, oh, there was a real threat. I I thought I saw a weapon. Okay, and then the evidence shows there was no weapon. And if there was a weapon, it was not in the grass. If the weapon is in someone's back pocket or if it's laying on the seat or if it's not being pointed at you by the person, it's not a threat. A gun is only threatening when someone is pointing it at you, okay? That's the only time the gun is threatening. If it's laying on the seat or if it's in somebody's pocket and it's holstered, it's not a threat to you, okay? It's not a threat to you. But these people are being murdered, and the excuse is, I was threatened. I felt in fear of my life. And we know that this is this is just not true. These people do not fear black people. Nobody fears black people. Come on, who fears black people? Nobody fears us. So these are just hits being carried out. These are assassinations. These are mafia-style hits being carried out on black American citizens. So how should we respond to this? This is this is what I'm trying to get to. Now, I have already pointed out on a prior show that black is a science term meaning dominant genetics and white is a science term meaning recessive genetics. So when you hear the terms black and white, you're just talking about a race of people that has dominant genetics and a race of people who has recessive genetics, who I call the lunarians, the lunarians. So when you hear me use the word lunarian, I'm taking the word luna, which means moon, and arian, the arian race, the moon race, because they're pale like the moon. The moon is pale. The moon is not white. It's pale. It's a pale, grayish, pale, sickly-looking color. So that's why I call them luna Arians and of course a lot of people are like what's a lunarian? What you know? Okay, I've, I've explained to you what a lunarian is, and they call themselves lunarians. Uh, words like lunarian and gentiles was taken out of the common language. Why to take the focus off of who they really are? Because they was trying to reinvent themselves as some white race, and instead of telling you that white simply means recessive genetic, they wanted white to mean something uh, superior and pure and all. All like that, and of course, slaves that you have kept uneducated for a couple of hundred years is going to go by the definition you have told them because we didn't have access to encyclopedias and dictionaries and books back then to see what white really meant. You see what I'm saying? So we took their word of what white meant, but now that we're in the information age, you know that white simply means 
recessive genetics. And I have to keep repeating this because people were like, well, the white people this and that, and you got black people who want to be white people, and you got uh, indigenous people, you got Mexican people. Everybody wants to be white. And when I tell them white simply means recessive genetics, do you want to be recessive genetics when I can look at you and see that your genetics are not recessive? Why would you want to claim that? So this is why we have to educate our people, especially our children. And this is why uh, the Nine Mind Sacred Sisterhood, we appeal to black women. Because I did a, a, a post on my Facebook page, and I was like, my God, this, this is going to keep, keep go on going and going and going. You know, I said, uh, let me finish reading, and I'll get into my opinion. Uh, let me finish reading this. So I said, I have already pointed out about the uh, genetics, right? So um, so now I have already pointed out on a prior show that black is a science term meaning dominant genetics and white is a science term meaning recessive genetics and pitting one against the other is a control mechanism the elite has come up with in order to keep both groups maintained and under control so both groups can be easily exploited and killed. Now, when you read the Bible, the Bible talks about two lights, a greater light and a lesser light. They are talking about the sun and the moon. And for each light, you've got the sun children, and then you've got the moon children. You've got the greater light that rules the day and the lesser light that rules the night. And that's talking about the sun and the moon. And for each light, there is a people that's alchemated to that light. Black people or highly melanated people would be more alchemated to the sunlight because they have more melanin. Now, if you have less melanin and you cannot stand sunlight, then you would be a lunar child. You would be a lunar being, and you you come out when the moon is out. And we know that with Luna come lunacy and Lunarian and all of that. You know, you know, lunacy means crazy or, you know, whatever. And so black people need to understand who they're on the planet with. And it's like black people just really, with all this time being around the Luna children, Black people just don't have not learned what white people are. They they just haven't learned. And I don't know how you can be around a race of people so long and in such close pro- proximity and you not learn who and what they are. How does that happen? You got black people who are doctors, nurses. You work for these people. You you encounter these people every day. How do you not know yourself and how do you not know them? How how does this go on this long? I I, I am just I, I I'm just disturbed that black people have this. Oh, white people are so harmless. Now they plant, paint plant, paint black people on the news three times a day as the worst criminals on planet Earth when we are some of the most passive and meekest and weakest people there is. But we're not painted like that on the news. And then the the most killer race there is, which is the Lunarians, who are the killers, who are the sociopaths and psychopaths, are painted as docile, sweet, little doe-eyed you know, people who just just got love and and caring and sharing in their heart, and I'm like, 
come on, black people, when are y'all going to shut this down and, 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 and just demand an end that comes to uh, these people painting you this way, and you know, and I and I feel like black men are the ones who should really, really want this shut down, but they do nothing. And so the comment on my post, on uh, my Facebook post, was uh, why I felt like black men, you know, will never call for us to have our own separate states because I personally think that black people. Uh, all various black tribes should have their own separate states. Uh, I think people are naturally tribal, and I don't think it's nothing wrong with being tri- uh, being tribal. I think uh, the globalists and the colonists thought that breaking up the tribes and mixing people all together and, and just mixing the genetics was a good idea, and it wasn't a good idea. We, we're, you know, we've been mixed all up, we've been miscegenated, and it wasn't a good idea. We're not getting along. It has caused nothing but friction and problems. Uh, people are still holding on to their tribalism, and I just think people need to separate once again. Let people have their own fucking tribe. My God. Let people be who God created them to be. Everybody wasn't created to be miscegenated and all mixed up. Everybody doesn't want that. But it's the globalists and the elitists who wants to mix up the races while they're sitting up there preserving their shit. Now, when you see them, they ain't mixing up their bloodlines. Why? Because they want to maintain their intelligence, their high IQ. They know that when you start mixing up these bloods, back in the day during um, slavery days, you had to take a blood test before you married people because they knew that certain bloodlines did not go together. They knew that. So now they've done away with the blood test, so anybody can just get with anybody. Just, you know, I can eyeball you and you can eyeball me, and if we like each other, we can just get together, and what's in our blood don't matter. What's in your blood does matter. We just got to start using logic again. And I, I think the mixing is on purpose because when you have a mule, if you know the difference between something with, with pedigree and a, a jackass and a mule, uh, it's dumber. It has a lower IQ. So they want everybody all miscegenated up. Why? Because you have a lower IQ and you're easy to control and you're easy, you know, you're dumbed down so you can be told anything. And that's that's really the agenda. So I was asking, uh, who are the global elites, is a question that both white and black should ask themselves and then ask, are they using both of us against the other? And if so, why? What's the end game? Well, we know the answer to that is world domination. That's the end game. That's why you will pit one genetic against the other. While they're fighting each other, we are taking the resources, we are living just like kings and queens and emperors and pharaohs, and we got them fighting, dying, killing, and working, and slaving, and just going at it. it. And it will continue to be that way until both sides wake the hell up and see that nobody's going to come out a winner in this, we all will be slaves if we don't put a stop to it. 
Let people be who they are. White people quit trying to make black people you. Black people have never demanded that white people be black. It is always white people, the lunar people, trying to get the 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 the, the melanin dominant people to not be who they are. This has to stop. You cannot let the recessive genetics control and set the laws for those who have dominant genetics. If anything, the dominant genetics should be setting the laws for everybody because we are more than what the lunarian is. Less than cannot come up with the rules. If you are less than what I am, you don't need to be making the rules. You don't mean making the rules. Let me give you an example. Say, for instance, you got a race of giants and then you got a race of pygmies, a little small people. Would it be intelligent for the giants to let the pygmies make the laws of how the giants should live? I mean, the giants are like, what, 15 feet tall, and then you have another race of, like, little tiny midget people who are, like, four feet tall, but the little four feet feet tall are making all the laws, and the laws they they are making are suited for their type and their kind. They're not the laws that are suited for people who are giants. So the giants would be like, well, you know what? Y'all need to stop making laws for us. Y'all are not giants. You don't have our genetics. You ain't got no business making laws for us. We'll make our own laws. It's the same thing, people. Black people, you should have a problem with lunarians, recessive genetic people making laws for you and ruling over you. You should have a problem with that. You shouldn't stand for it or tolerate it. Why? Because it just doesn't make sense. It has nothing to do with hatred. It doesn't hate, has anything to do with a dislike for them. It's just like, it just doesn't make sense. It's about what makes sense. Okay, people. So um, so the question is, why are the black and white races going along with this insidious plan of the global elitist uh, uh, plan of human global slavery and suffering and are we deserving of what we're getting if we are unwilling to resist? And that's a question. If we are unwilling to resist, meaning that we are going along with the elitist plan of global human slavery, suffering, and, and race reduction, because the, part of their plan is to reduce population, population reduction, if we are going along with it, do we not deserve what we're getting? These are questions I have asked myself, and I just ask you to ask yourself the same questions. Who are the global elites is a question. Once you have identified who they are, ask yourself, are they using both black and white, meaning are they using the recessive genetics against the dominant genetics? Ask yourself that question. And once you come up with the answer, then ask yourself another question. If so, why? Why are they using the recessive genetic lunarian race against the dominant genetics uh, uh, melanoid race? Why are they doing that? Ask yourself these questions and then say, what is the end game? Why? What's the end game? 
What's what what's what's the intelligence in it? Why would that be intelligent to do to pit one racial type or genetic type because it's not genetics is really not a race. So using race is wrong, but what is the intelligence in 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 pitting one genetic type against the other? What's the intelligence behind it? Ask yourself that question. And then the last question is, why would either genetic type go along with it. Now, we know why whites go along with it, because they think they're winning. White privilege, Lunarian privilege, they feel like they have privilege. But guess what? You're now a minority. You only have Lunarian privilege. Okay, you only have Lunarian privilege in places where you are the minority. Majority or the majority, and you can keep your uh, uh, birth rates high. Well, that's not the case anymore. Lunarians are not outbirthing anymore. Their birth rates are no longer high, and they are not the majority anywhere. So what they're doing now is they're pitting uh, melanin races against other melanin races based off religion. Meaning that when they uh, uh, the immigration policy over here in America is they're immigrating a lot of Catholic melanated people. Now America is supposed to be a Christian country, a Christian country, but for some reason this Christian country they have allowed Catholicism to have a strong foothold over this supposedly Christian country, and now the Catholics now really outnumber the Protestant Christians. All of the different Christian sects, okay, we're we're going off stream. Uh, Thank everyone that's listening to uh, the podcast. Uh, Share the podcast. My podcasts are on iTunes. Share the shows, and uh, thank you so much for listening. And follow me on Twitter, and follow me also on Facebook. And I'm also on YouTube at Girl123Boy456. Thank you. Um, But so now in this country that was supposed to be set up by Protestant Christians, the Catholics have now taken over the American government. They have taken over American politics, American education. Uh, It's all Catholicism. And to me, this is the problem. This is the problem. The Catholics, they are turning this into a totally Catholic country. And to me, what you see is Jesuit hits being carried out on black men. Now, that's just my opinion. Because we see now that a lot of these killings, they are not being done by white males. George Zimmerman is not a white male. This uh, Geronimo Yanez, he's not white. These are Mexican or these are uh, uh, people of non-white ancestry. So why are they still killing black males? The reason is because they are not Christian, they are Catholic. And they don't have a uh, uh, they don't have um, the way a Christian white person would. They don't have the same uh, um, affinity and closeness and uh, 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 alliance with black Christians the way a white Protestant Christian would. 
So these killings are religious-based. That's what I'm trying to get black people to say. These killings are religious-based. So black people, you have to see that you are in a genetic war and you are in a religious war. And the people who are killing you, these are Catholics. And you can't overlook this. You can't deny that this is what's going on. And I think for the most part, uh, you know, you got the Hebrews talking about, oh, the Mexicans is our brothers and our sisters, and, and yeah, these are our brothers. These ain't your brothers and sisters. First of all, you don't speak Spanish, and you're not Catholic. You have to realize that people are not united by skin color, okay? People are united by philosophy, ideology, and religion and language. That is what unites people. Ideology, philosophy, language, and religion. So just because you see another brown or black-skinned person, if their religion is not your religion, if their language is not your language, that's not your brother or your sister. And this is, you know, I think black people have a hard time grasping this because they have been lied to, they have been miseducated, and they have been told a lot of uh, lies by uh, 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 people that they look to for religious information like the Hebrew Israelites or the nation of Islam and, and various Christian sects. Listen, if you don't speak a person's language and you don't follow their their religion, I'm sorry. They feel no commonality towards you. And this is why these uh, uh, Catholic uh, police officers who now are in brown skin and have melanin, even though they're not white men, they hate black people. And they hate black people. Why? You don't share their language and you don't share their religion. So this is why I was saying that Nine Mind Sisterhood, there has to be a separation. There is not going to be a kumbaya, we can all get along and live together. And when black people are riding around, they're riding around not understanding that most of the people in America now are Spanish-speaking Catholics. Which are, I'm talking about the non-white ones. The non-white ones are Spanish-speaking Catholics. Now, of course, you got whites over here from Russia. You got whites over here from Germany. You got whites over here from Armenia. You got whites over here from uh, um, Poland and all different parts, Ireland from all different, and they speak English as well as any of us, but at the same time, they speak more than one language. We as black people are locked into only one language, and we're not even unified when it comes to the Christian religion. This makes us a perpetual target, especially black men. And that's why I tell black men, why don't y'all unite and create your own communities? And I've asked black women to do the same, to unite and create your own sacred sisterhood communities, unite and create your own black brotherhood communities, because if you are at a disadvantage, you only speak one language, you're not bilingual or trilingual, and the only religion you know of is Baptist Christian and whatever this Christianity they done gave y'all over here, which is ain't real Christianity, because to me, Christianity, all of it 
came and sprung off Catholicism. And the Catholics are over here now to reclaim their lost Protestant children. That's what's going on. The Pope says, get the hell over there. I'm reclaiming my uh, children that broke off from the original church of Rome. I'm bringing them back into the fold whether I have to do it by force. So what you do what you see is there is a alliance between the Protestant white male and the Catholic white male. The Catholics have been have been been coming over here infiltrating and their job is to infiltrate all the positions of learning and government and bring everybody back under the authority of the papacy. Now, most black people are not aware of this because they don't read, they don't study shit, and and even the religion that they claim that they are Christians, most blacks ain't even real Christians because they don't even practice that sincerely and 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 studiously and uh you know um you know with real honor and reverence. You know, you got black people that being a Christian is like going to church on Easter and Christmas, and they call that I'm my family Christian. You go to church twice out of a year and you think you're a Christian, stop the madness. All right, y'all. But anyhow, um, I just feel like, you know, there has to be some racial separation. And um, I don't know. I don't don't think black men want to separate because access to white trash pussy is just, to me, they were like, well, you know, a few deaths of some black men, uh, you know, we ain't giving up the white pussy. And they keep bringing over more white women to what? Miscegenate with the black population. If we're only 12, 13%. Most of the men are locked up behind bars. We are we we represent almost under seven nine percent of the population. We probably really just nine percent of the American population. That is a small little tiny group of people. And when when you got that small of a group, and the males, the young ones, are being killed off. Because for every young black man they kill off, that black male could have had three, four, five children. They will never have children. This is to make sure our numbers don't get any higher. They're killing off young black males of procreation, reproductive age. This is a war. But if black people are not willing to see this war and, you know, when people like myself are telling you how you need to manage yourself in this type of war, I don't know what else to say. All I know is whatever the outcome is, Shiloh, I did my job. I did my job the best I could. I, you know, I exposed uh, what was going on to the best of my knowledge and I tried to give my people a solution, a remedy that didn't involve hating anybody, that didn't any, uh, uh, that didn't involve taking up any arms or committing any violence. Simply separate yourself and deal with your own. That's all I've been trying to tell black women. Separate yourself, black woman, and deal with other black women who are like yourself, English speaking, Christian minded, or non Christian minded. We have to learn how to get along, even if we don't share the same religion. 
other white people know how to get along with white people of various religions. I don't know why we as black people that if we don't all uh, be obedient to the same religion and think the same way and believe in the same God, then you ain't you ain't black and you ain't my people and, and we just throw each other away because we have a difference in what we believe in. We, we, we can't afford to be that way. It's just too few of us. It's too few of us to be able to throw any black people away based off of you don't believe what I believe. So um, that, that's it. Thank you for listening to the Nine Mind Sacred Sisterhood Cosmic Frequency Show. I am your illustrious host, Shiloa, also known as L. Myot on Facebook. Follow me on t- Twitter at um, L. Uh, L um, L underscore Shiloh 9 on Twitter And thank you But just think about what I've said Okay, uh, We are in a race war We are in a religious war The Catholics have taken over America And they have commissioned A lot of these police officers Or Jesuit trained uh, They are Catholics And they have been given orders To kill off the black men who are, we could be Hebrews, I don't know, we could be Hebrews, we could be Hebrew Jews, there's a great possibility that we are, but they have kept us in confusion about who we really are, but um, to have such a hatred, because we know, uh, I think I made a comment that Jesuits are for Jesus, but they are not for Christ. So, you know, they fool you with this society of Jesus, thinking that they are pro-Jesus, and being being pro-Jesus does not mean that they are pro the black Christ. And I think that's another thing why black people get fooled. They get fooled and they get tricked and sidetracked with the the, the jargon, the terminology, the doublespeak that the Lunarians and the elitists have created to keep us confused and to keep us disunified because um, we, we, we don't know what certain words really mean. We don't know what certain which tribes are who because when you say white, white doesn't really mean nothing. You don't know if that's your enemy when you say, uh, well, the white person. And a lot of times the people they're now using to kill you, they are not white at all. They're using Catholic racial. They're using men of other races who happen to be Catholic. And this is serious, people, and I don't see it stopping no time soon. So um, I love you all. Uh, I pray for my people. I pray that we uh, gain wisdom and understanding to uh, how we need to fight this war and win this war and preserve who we are. And that's only going to happen if we separate. I think black men need to separate and black women need to separate. We can separate and still be unified, but we have to be committed to separation. And once we heal and get over our own issues with each other, um, we can come together and be a whole people, and then hopefully we can work on building some healthy black male, black female relationships once we have made ourselves whole. But uh, the, the uh, a part of making ourselves whole, we will have to separate in order to become whole again. That's my message. Thank you. I love you all. Uh, be at peace. 
uh, not war. And white people, if there's white people listening to me, uh, don't be offended by anything that I've said. I'm not against Lunarians. I'm not against recessive genetic people. But you have not allowed us to be who we are, and now the chickens are coming home to roost. And you've kind of set yourselves up for what's going on, white man, white woman that the Catholics are over here to uh, do what they're doing. You you, you kind of, you know, created the environment for us both to be in the situation that we are, and neither neither side is looking good. All right, all right uh, I got to go. Thank you, and um, share the shows. Bye-bye. Until next show. I refuse to leave Can I see